0: the little rescue.
1: Monday, 7 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Ice cream! Ice cream!
2: The ice cream man is coming! The ice cream man is coming!
1: You're listening to
3: CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
4: Man, ask you man. Ask me, man. Can I have this? I want this over here and a, a toast on my father. And give me this ice over here and vanilla cone. Thank you, ask me, man. Thank you. Thank you, ask you, man.
1: You can tell half the mixer took advantage of the fantastic summery day we have right now because you were only picking that up on the right channel there, so. Try some quick surgery here and try to get everything operational again. Anyways, what we heard of was uh, the right channel of what appeared on their 1991 album, User Illusion 2. It actually originally appeared as the official theme of Terminator 2, Judgment Day. That was Guns N' Roses with... Uh, Maybe 40% of you could be mine, since we faded out what we could there. Maybe we'll try to rescue that later in the show. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, had a scene written whereby Arnold Schwarzenegger's cyber character has a shotgun inside a box of flowers. Shotguns and roses, as it were. As well, one of the child actors had an L.A. Guns shirt on for a few scenes, referencing one of the two bands that merged, that became Guns N' Roses. That's L.A. Guns and Hollywood Roses. L.A. Guns and Hollywood Roses. Guns and Roses. Director James Cameron recruited the band as a result to come up with a theme song, and Schwarzenegger invited the band to his house for dinner to negotiate the deal. I bet it was a fantastic party. Uh, in case you didn't know, Guns and Roses were one of the biggest rock bands during the late 80s, early 90s, bringing through the L.A. metal scene by shooting the hair, rock, silliness, and blasting past the glam metal and dance music of the time, to be one of the last big stadium rockers. And User Illusion 2 refers to the fact that they released two separate albums in 1991. User Illusion 1, and then the more political number 2. The Illusion albums mark the band's watermark as uh, infighting meant that the classic lineup dissipated around the time of their 1993 cover album, The Spaghetti Incident. Question mark? leaving Axel Rose eventually as the sole original member, and he spent 15 years and countless efforts and dozens of other musicians to record a follow-up, which finally came out in 2008 as Chinese Democracy. This year, Guns N' Roses reunited with some of the original members, including Slash and Duff McKagan. Though uh, Rose has uh, been touring with multiple iterations of the band over the years. And uh, the three of them, along with uh, some of the newer members, uh performed at this weekend's Coachella to uh, mixed results. Angus Young from ACDC appeared on stage for a song which is appropriate to other news involving Axel Rose since uh, he's going to be the new lead singer for ACDC as the second singer. Brian Johnson left the Australian Hard Rock Act due to hearing issues. Doctor's orders. I have no idea how the third version of AC/DC is going to work out. guess I may not have to catch him live unless I really want to see at the buckle. Anyways, good evening and welcome to another episode of Exploding High Movies. This is your semi inspired program here found on Vancouver's relentlessly pursuant community radio station, CITR. We are your voice at UBC here at 101.9 FM, and we broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest here on campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia. Elsewhere, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. My name is Gak, and uh, I'll be back inside safe for the next 2 hours from such heavenly weather so hasta la vista as we look towards skynet for any guidance phone number of the station who's listening live is 6048222487 do keep it short and sweet and to the point since we are mixing everything live and i may have to wander out outside someone is rolling down a grass hill the captive being play-by-play you'd expect here, but we do what we can with all the sideshows. You can email me anytime, RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook and Tumblr, and it's given a name, but you can follow me on Twitter. as 100air. Anyways, this week we'll dive into the score from the first two Terminator films, which are composed and performed by Brad Feidel. And a new vinyl version of the original 1984 score was released through the Milan label. Of quirky synths, erratic loops, and a a John Carpenter feel. So, we'll follow up with some final score from the insanely popular 1991 sequel, Judgment Day. And I'll touch upon some of its follow ups, including the recent Genesis, but in some ways the first two have their own simple arc, and honestly, you're kind of getting middly returns afterwards. Maybe you picked up Terminator on vinyl as part of this Saturday's uh, record store day. It actually came out one week prior to the event. So it's not one of the official releases. But hopefully you did stop by one of your local stores, your music shops, for the event. Maybe you bought something. Maybe you caught some bands playing live. But maybe you caught CITR and CGS partnered together again on-air broadcasting from various locations across Vancouver in celebration of such a musical day. There's this music has ended. And that actually was a fantastic uh, cover of Blackbird by the legendary Mexican trumpeter Arturo Sandoval, and it appears on the GRP compilation, I Got No Kick, against Modern Jazz, a GRP artist celebration of the Beatles. Some uh, instrumental numbers, some hearkening back to easy listening days, but uh, some more modern jazz classics. Because yes, before we get to all the termination, uh, we will touch upon some of the acts coming in town this week, including a big one. Paul McCartney, one of the two surviving members of the Beatles, and Macca plays Rogers Arena tomorrow, Tuesday, April 19th, and Wednesday, April 20th, as part of the one-on-one tour. Oh, there are still tickets available, but uh, say Coucheur. Last I saw, tickets start at $295, though the resale market kicks around around 170 or so. So... We're going to play one of the songs that I did not get a chance to a few weeks ago when we had our George Martin profile, and he was the legendary Beatles producer who died recently. So we're going to go back from the soundtrack to their 1969 film, A Yellow Submarine. This will be one of the quicker songs that the Beatles ever recorded in their latter years before their animosity fully kicked in, and they broke up in 1970. The song was originally a Lennon number called Hey Bullfrog, But uh, since McCartney recently played drums behind Paul Jones for a song that featured dog sound effects, at some point during recording, McCartney basically started barking without warning. Lennon decided to change the lyrics halfway through in the midst of recording, because you do hear references to Bullfrog, but towards the end, we do hear Bulldog. And of all things, Harrison did a rare single take solo over top with a brand new fuzz pedal as McCartney's bass hops around so from Yellow Submarine. These are The Beatles with Hey Bulldog, here on the Kaleidoscopic Exploding Head Movies on the Futuristic CITR. And I might even just step outside to enjoy the last rays of sun. Perhaps you're on the beach, doing stuff, hanging out, or sitting in a park. Doing what you need to, because we know how long and gray the winters are. But it's great to have this uh, glorious moment. And here I am inside. Be outside, please. Thank you.
0: Of some pigskin. This is my shimmering life prize. All I must do is create a diversion. What could distract people who love sports? Sports. 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 sports.
1: Do you find sports distracting? Feel the need to chant sports for hours on end? Then come on by the CITR station at the new sub to get involved. We do play-by-play, color commentary, audio production, interviews, and so much more. Only on CITR 101.9 FM. sports
5: You got to accent you with the positive eliminate the negative latch on to the affirmative don't mess with mr in between you got to spread joy up to the maximum bring gloom down to the minimum have faith all pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene to illustrate my last remark Jonah in the whale and Noah in the ark What did they do just when everything seemed so dark? Man, they say we gotta accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with mist in between. Last remark. Jonah in the whale and Noah in the ark. What did they do? Just when everything seems so dark, man said we better accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mister In Between. Oh, Sweet Mr. In Between.
1: From his 2012 album Kisses on the Bottom, which features multiple covers of the songs that inspired him when he was growing up in Liverpool. As Paul McCartney will accentuate the positive. The song originally appeared on the 1944 film Him Come the Waves. It was first recorded by its lyricist, Johnny Mercer. Music was written by Arnold Arlen, and uh, joining Mercer in the performance were the Pied Piper's and Paul Weston's orchestra. In short order, Bing Crosby and the Andrews sisters released their own version, as did Kay Kaiser, Dinah Washington, along with Lionel Hampton, and then Artie Shaw making a quick standard. Macca's latest album is his own material, simply called 2013's New. Though he also appeared with Kanye West on a few songs recently in some Taka production. Lewis McCartney is set to release a compilation album later this year called Pierre McCartney, featuring uh, most of his either solo or Wings songs. And after his current tour, he's to pull off a massive show later this year at the same site as Coachella. Joining Bob Dylan, the Rolling Stones, the Who, Neil Young, and Roger Waters. So that'll be from October 7th to 9th. I don't even want to think how much tickets cost. But uh, be sure to tell your grandpa where to go. Again, uh, Paul McCartney will be playing tomorrow and Wednesday night at the Rogers Arena. And behind me, there's a weird little B-side. From the coming up single Originally off his 1980 album McCartney 2 The song is Lunchbox Odd Socks And actually as part of The George Martin tribute We did last month Which is still Available on the podcast Or if you go to the CITR.ca site Up top you should see The information regarding Exploding Head Movies And you can cast Jump on past shows but There's one that definitely Refers to The Beatles George Martin Yellow Submarine and then liver let die I was going to try to dig up some other McCartney songs From like early albums like Ram But in the end It's good indication at least to hear what he's able to pull off Also in the Pacific Northwest this week Are Halifax Mighty Sloan The quartet's been calling Toronto home as of late They're touring in celebration of their 20th anniversary Of their third album A comeback of sorts called One Chord to Another they had a difficult time after uh, Giffen label botched the handling of their sophomore album, 1994's Twice Removed, which has later become a Canadian classic. And one chord to another was recently repressed as a deluxe vinyl box set with three LPs featuring outtakes and a live bootleg from a party, a seven-inch single, a booklet done up like a fanzine, and then a digital download link with exclusive demo recordings. Tonight, Sloan plays Spirit Bard in Nelson, B.C., Tomorrow, Tuesday, April 19th, they'll be in Penticton playing the Mule Night Club. But uh, this Wednesday, April 20th, they will be playing the Imperial Theater. Doors are open at 8. It's a 19-year-older show, and tickets are sold out. Elsewhere in the province, well, they're playing this Thursday in Victoria at the Sugar Night Club. And then on Friday, April 22nd, they'll be playing in Nanaimo's Queens Hotel. And for those of you heading down to Seattle, they're playing Saturday at Barboza. It's tough to pick just one song off of one chord to another, especially since it's quite beatly. I opted with one of the Andrew Scott numbers with a piano line I love. So this will be Sloan with a title that uh, graced one of their compilation albums. This is going to be A Side Wins.
2: picture denies all my
6: Daffodil Month, add a spring to your step with the Canadian Cancer Society's Daffodil Dash on April 24th. A run to raise funds for cancer research and prevention, as well as support for people living with the disease right now. Run solo, bring the family, or team up with your friends and colleagues, because every step you take, every dollar you raise, continues the life-saving work of the Canadian Cancer Society. Register today at cancer.ca slash Daffodil Dash. In Pursuit of Silence extrapolates along philosophical and spiritual lines to offer a quietly nuanced portrait of our relationship with silence. Meditative cinematography and a minimal piano score complements interviews with scholars, physicians, and inventors as they discuss how silence is an integral and necessary part of being fully human. In Pursuit of Silence screens at DOXA on May 7th and 11th. See doxafestival.ca, D-O-X-A Festival.ca for more details.
4: This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
1: We start off with Sloan, and A-Side wins off 1996's One Court to another. And Sloan hits the Imperial at 317 Main Street this Wednesday. Then we heard Courtney Barnett, with a Latin phrase tied to deep water. Aqua Profunda. And that could be found on her debut album last year, Sometimes I sit and Think, and Sometimes I Just Sit. And Timber Concert presents a sold-out show of Courtney Barnett featuring... Always as the opener Of course it's always I just said the double V in there Because that's how they spell it That'll be tomorrow, Tuesday, April 19th At the Commodore Ballroom Doors open at 8 Show starts at 9 It's 19 and older But yeah, you need your tickets already And then we close with a short Previously unreleased song from the Toronto Act Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet Off part of their listener discretionary Record store day box set Called Get ready Oh, I guess we're a fucking surf band after all. The song appeared on the Odds and Sods vinyl, the fourth one called Soft Polish Separates, and we heard underground sounds. It was recorded during the same sessions, featuring producer Steve Albini in Chicago for what became their final album, 1993's Sport Fishing, The Lure of the Bait, The Luck of the Hook. And in the background, this is one of the release songs from that session. This is Three Piece Suit shadowy me men will be joining the sadies for a show at the Shaw Theatre this coming june 3rd leading up to that show i think i'll do an episode about that band again but it probably won't be as extensive as the profile I did four years ago tied to music from kids in the hall and their sole soundtrack 1996's double happiness but we shall see my name is Gak, listening to exploding Hit movies here on citr 11.9 fm in vancouver Online at www.citr.ca. Hopefully you're listening somewhere outside. Summer came early. Now also coming to town this week is Lush, an English band associated with the shoegaze movement in the early 90s. And they started off in London as the Baby Machines, which are a little bit more punky, Riot Girl. but uh, based on their comfort about their vocals, they made them tone it down and they sort of merged with the hazier noise and it's associated with acts like My Billy Valentine, Slow Dive, and Ride. Lush released three albums and countless EPs before ending in 1997, after the original drummer Chris Ackland hung himself. It was only in September 2015 when the surviving members opted to reunite, as they were still dealing with the pain of Ackland's death, but enough things in their lives had allowed Mickey Berenyi, Emma Anderson, and Phil King to release a new EP this month and tour again. And uh, their sound still has that same sort of shimmering element to it. Joining them for the record date, uh, for the reunion dates, uh, it's Elastica's old drummer Justin Welsh. Now, Lush were originally set to play Coachella this weekend, but some visa issues caused the band to cancel at least that weekend. The rest of their West Coast dates are still in the works, and apparently they'll make it to the second Coachella weekend on Saturday, April 23rd. But relevant to us, Timber Concert presents Lush along with guests Tamarin. Sort of a modern shoegaze act. And they're playing this Thursday, April 21st at, guess where? The Commodore Ballroom. Doors at 8, show at 9. Tickets start at $35. Available online. Or Red Cat Records. Or Zulu Records. And please bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. So one of from off of their one of their first EPs, somewhere there's a sentence dying to get out. Maybe I should not be comfortable with my vocals from one of their first EPs, 1990's Sweetness and Light. This will be Lush with the title track, which also appears as track one on disc one of a recent box set simply called The Lush Box.
7: Fridays at noon on CITR.
1: From their 2014 12-inch closer, or perhaps closer, released to the Ninja Tune label, that was Vancouver's Evie Jane with Weary Heart. And Evie Jane is one of the headliners for a neat little show tomorrow. So will bring the two-year anniversary of the Cyber Spa Monthly Party held at the Astoria. So joining Evie Jane will be Baltimore Sentinel, and then there's some other local acts associated with the Spa Masters like Baby Blue, Wobangs, Jade Statues. And then a CITR fixture recently, D.J.B. So Cyberspa, second anniversary party at the Astoria tomorrow, Tuesday, April 19th. There is no cover. And it's all love, but it's 19 and older. And behind me, this is Cat Size, the act that recently broke into Buckingham Palace to fake a Renaissance song in front of some of the English monarchy's priceless art collection and some unsuspecting gallery invitees. From the 2015 soundtrack to the film, The Duke of Burgundy, the song is Coat of Arms. So next up we have some new material from the Toronto Act, O'Donis O'Donis. And uh, the trio recently did some recording at the Hive here in Vancouver for what will be their new album, Post Plague. It's a little confusing because Bandcamp says that it came out at the end of March, but I think that's tied to some digital matters. But right now there's only one song that's available to play there, but that's the second single is out. It has a video, and that's actually what we're going to listen to. As far as I can tell, Postplay comes out in June through the Telephone Explosion label here in Canada, and for European bands through Felty. And Adonis Adonis's Industrial Sludge continues on in the album. It has a bit of a sci-fi theme tied to, you know, your usual mix of post-apocalyptic overtones. The bandcamp quotes David Cronenberg's 1986 adaptation of The Fly, whereby uh, Jeff Goldblum's character advises people to take a deep, penetrating dive into the plasma pool. Take that as you will. So, again, from post plague this will be Adonis Adonis with Needs here on Exploding Head Movies. CITR 101.9 FM in gloriously sunny Vancouver because there's still a bit of sun left in the sky. <laughs>
3: Uh, it's April 24th. You know, we got a song for
4: folk like you. It's the Wise Hall please. It's the Wise Hall Flea. It's the W I to the S and to the Wise Hall please. Before we all die. Before we lose our lives. From
1: 11 to 5 on the last Sunday of every month at 1882
2: Adenac. <laughs>
7: me. For human use, that's immune from abuse. The blazer is unfazed before a taser's electricity. The reason is so simple, see? Threads are made from horse's mane who's never gone through any pain. Buttons are a mirror of your mother's eyes. Cut is made to fit even your mother's thighs. If you wore the death-defying jacket whose shoulder pads are magic, life wouldn't be so tragic.
1: From Montreal, we heard Xania with Dance with a Robot. And recently had a video featuring a cardboard droid, along with some tap dance from the rapper singer. And that song appears on her All Alone Together album. Self-released last year, and you can actually order a hand-printed wooden version of that through Xania's Bandcamp. That's Zania, Xania X-A-N-I-A. That was back in Barcelona, I'd probably say Shania. No, we're not. We're here. Vancouver. In the background, this is New York's Anamanaguchi with Blackout City. It's the lead song off of the 2009 release Dawn Metropolis. And the Chiptune Act is likely best known for providing the score to the video game and adaptation of Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Anamanaguchi's latest release is a free download called Capsule Silence 24. That's in Roman numerals XXIV. And they kick off a North American tour this Thursday, April 21st, here in Vancouver, as they play venue, along with some guests. Tickets start at eighteen dollars. It is a nineteen and older show. We're gonna stay in town for a new song from the mysterious producer Leroy Crocodile, and I thought it was the latest, but no, he actually uploaded something called Yasaku on the SoundCloud a couple weeks ago. But we'll stay with a brighter song that came out also in 2016. This will be Leroy Crocodile with Cosmos. We listen to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
4: After decades of decline, drowning fatalities have been rising dramatically in Canada since 2004. Most drowning victims had no intention of going in the water, and harmless situations can become dangerous quickly. This summer, if you're going out on the water, even if you're not planning on going in it, be water smart and be prepared. Here are some things you can do to reduce your risk of drowning. Learn to swim and swim to survive. If you can tread water for a minute, you can orient yourself, and if you can swim 50 meters in a pool, you'll most likely be able to swim to safety in open water. Most drowning fatalities occur within just 15 meters of safety. Wear a life jacket or personal flotation device. 80% of all boating deaths were people who were not wearing one. Take a marine safety course, and if you're going kayaking or canoeing, know how to get out of your craft if it flips over. Practice basic safety moves such as wet exits and self-rescues. Save the alcohol for dry land after you're done playing on the water. And never go out alone. For more information and more safety tips, go to lifesaving.bc.ca. You're listening to
0: CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey Campus, located on the traditional, unceded Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminim-speaking Musqueam people.
1: From their new album, Ship of Fools, that was Montreal's Elephant Stone. With Where I'm Going. And Elephant Stone features Rishi Deer, a former member of the 60s-inspired pop band The High Dials. And he's joined by Gab Lambert and Mille Dupier. And Elephant Stone maintain a psychedelic feel, especially since Rishi provided a lot of the Bollywood influence that The High Dials were known for in the past. And behind me, this is Tim Hecker. Of his new album, Love Streams, this is... The Dream. My name is Gak, You're listening to Exploding M movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. You can catch us online at www.citr.ca. We have live streams and podcast streams. You can catch up on this show and many of the other shows here at the station. And we go way back. Or at least we have playlists going that far back. Some of the soundtracks that came over the weekend, not necessarily tied to Record Store Day, include The Adderall Diaries by Michael Andrews, Stanley Kark's song album for Barbara Sharp, The Next Cut. There's also a score album, and that's released through Sony Classical. From Lakeshore Records, Brian Tyler and Keith Powers' work for Criminal, starring Kevin Costner. Will Blair, along with Brooke Blair, provide the score for the uh, intense, hardcore... Locked room bottle series called Green Room, featuring Patrick Stewart as a white supremacist. John Debney's music for uh, the live action Argus CGI reboot of The Jungle Book is out. And out this week, Ed Shearmere's work for Elvis and Nixon, Ton Tickwer and Johnny Klimak for A Hologram for the King, and James Newton Howard's music for The Huntsman. And as re releases go, there's a limited edition of 1,500 units. With Marvin Hamlisch's work for Ordinary People, the big Oscar winner of 1983, and then uh, some music also from Save the Tiger. For Italian Cinecitta fans, Piero Picciano's score for Fighting Back is out through quartet records and uh, on vinyl. A first pressing of 500 copies. Armando Trovajoli's Profumo di Donna is out. Next up here we have some new Underworld in the electronic duo Rick Smith and Carl Hyde, uh, They've been remastering all their original albums over the past few years. At this point, I think I made it to two. You know, they didn't really have that much. But at the same time, too, they expanded with a lot of their singles. But uh, earlier this year, they released their first new album since 2010's Barking, and it's called Barbara, Barbara. We Face a Shining Future. Referring to Smith's father's parting words to his wife before he died. And, uh, yeah, you still get some techno elements there, but uh, it's definitely more ethereal. And At this point, you can consider them the Godfathers, particularly of live electronic music. Definitely curious to see how Underworld themselves did sound at Coachella this weekend. And Of course, if you didn't make it to the first weekend, the second weekend is coming up shortly. So from Barbara, Barbara, we face a shining future. This will be Underworld with an eight-minute wonder called, <sighs> I Exhale. My name is Gak, I'm Gak Exhaled here. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver mm <sighs>
6: Show your love for Discord and Magazine at our fundraiser at the Anza Club on Saturday, April 23rd. <laughs> We've got one epic night planned with performances by Frog Eyes, Weird Candles, The Backhomes, Malcolm Jack, and Experience This. With special guest DJs and MCs to keep you dancing. There will also be a silent auction and a sale of exclusive back issues of Discorder magazine from the 1980s to now, with all proceeds supporting the publication and printing costs of your free, independent Discorder magazine. Tickets are $10 for CITR members, $15 in advance on BrownPaperTickets.com, or $18 at the door. Head over to Discorder.ca for all the information. in indigenous issues do you get ticked off with ongoing colonization? Do you have something to say, or do you want to learn more? We have just the thing. Join UBC's first-ever Indigenous Radio Collective at CITR Radio, Unceded Musqueam Territories. Our show, Unceded Airwaves, airs every Monday from 11 to 12, and we meet from 12 to 1 to plan our upcoming shows. We're interested in content covering various things from film to literature, current-day politics, history, whatever you want to talk about, we're into it. Everyone welcome, Indigenous and (laughs) non-Indigenous.
1: From Hamilton, Ontario, we just heard Benjamin Munoz with Anchors. That's the debut single from the producer who formerly worked with the, uh, the new hands. And Munoz's SoundCloud features one other song uploaded in the past month. It continues on with a wonderful like burial type vein with murky electronics. In the background, we've got some vintage bomb the bass of the 1988 single Say a Little Prayer. This is one of the B-sides, Ten Seconds to Terminate. I'd say we were about seven minutes away from proper Termination as we eventually get into the music from the first two Terminator films. But it was a couple weeks ago when we heard that Fife dog of a tribe called Quest died due to complications from diabetes at an early age of 45. And I had played one Quest song at the time, hoping to play more. Now's was a fine time to do so, because prior to his death, Fife was preparing a couple releases as part of a comeback. And uh, the song we're about to hear picks up with Fife's playful use of language. And how's another late person providing the beats, and that's Jay Dilla. He still remains a vital force in the rap game, despite leaving us ten years ago. To Lupus, Dilla actually has a new album from his archives out this week, simply called "The Diary." Anyways, from the upcoming "Give Thanks" EP, which will use some of its proceeds for diabetes research, this will be Fife with Nutshell, and then we'll follow up with some Vintage Quest before we meet the Terminator. My name is Gak, you're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CI Terra 101.9 FM in Vancouver. The sun is setting in the sky. But I think there's still time. Just to hang out and do what you need to.
3: Band presents
6: difficult music, harsh electronics, spoken word, cut up slash collage, and a general Chris Band weirdness. Sunday, seven to nine a.m. at CITR one hundred one point nine FM.
1: Hey there, listeners.
5: You're listening to 101.9 FM CITR, and uh, it's a beautiful day in Vancouver here. And hope you're enjoying the weather and uh, probably sitting at the beach drinking uh, um, some some booze. <laughs>
1: movies on CITR
0: 101.9 FM. Thank you.
3: Everybody, the bottom line. I'm a black intellect, but I'm refined. precision like the bullet, target bound. Just living like a hooker, the it sounds. Now when I say the Harley, you know I need the hot beat of the up, The brothel's in the pot. Jalik, Jalek, you wind up your yeah. Drafting of the poets, I'm the number seven pick. Licks, 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 boy, on your backside. Licks, 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 boy, on your backside. To took the fader shot he lets it glide it took the earthly body heavens on my side even in santa domingo and i got a gringo we got Mike's when do we go know a little nigga who can rhyme when you ask me short talk the his voice is night one for the trouble two for the base you know the
0: style trick it's time to flip this i like my beats hard like two. They oh shit steady eating booty mcs like cheesecakes my man i'll be sure he it affect mode. Used to have a crush on doing for men vote. It's not like Honey Dip would want to get with me. But well, just in case I own my in then see Now the formula is this me, Tip and Ali. For those who can't count, it goes one, two, three. The anti-big inter- hey, right, hey, up is who I be. Brothers find it hard to do, but never me. Some others try to dip for Malik. You see him me, not care about them DBMC. My shit is hitting. Trini Gladiator, Anti-Hesitator. Shaheed Push Devater.
3: Timbo hoofs with the prints on the ground Timbo's on the toes, I like the way it's going down Down like a lady of the evening When it goes in touch, just believe us in Cause Queens is the county, Jamaica is the place Take off your pants, but you can't run the race
1: 1993's Midnight Marauders It was a tribe called Quest Featuring the chorus from Busta Rhymes Early in his career Although he left we We're still part of the leaders of the new school at the time That song was Oh My God Sampling Who's Gonna Take the Weight By Kool and the Gang And then for Max Roach Absolutions You can hear Fife Dog in the second verse there Referring to his crush on Dawn from En Vogue and then referring to himself as the funky diabetic. Beforehand, we heard just five solo with Nutshell. A new song from the late MC who died March 22nd. After decades of fighting diabetes, when he was only 45. Now behind me, this is Brad Fidel with Reese and Sarah in Garage. This is from his scores of the 1984 James Cameron film The Terminator. And it recently reappeared on wax. So I thought this was a prime time to highlight its clanging music do like our soundtrack profiles here on Exploding Hit Movies. It's a CITR tradition. Uh, we'll focus on the first two films of the series, both scored by Fidel. And uh, the first film was a bit of a surprise success, particularly for the then-young James Cameron, Canadian director, who uh, we know primarily know for films now like Aliens, Titanic, and Avatar. And the Terminator also solidified the public perception of an Australian strongman, by the name of Arnold Schwarzenegger. He portrays a cyborg sent back in time to kill the woman who would give birth to the leader of a human resistance against a robotic post-apocalyptic future. A soldier from that uh, resistance is sent back to protect Sarah Connor from the T-800 android well before she became the mother of John Connor. is a New York composer who acted as a keyboardist for Hollow Notes for a bit of time. But he began writing for film in the late 70s, primarily for TV films and minor releases before Cameron hired him. The thought it was inspired uh, based on some work that he did at the time for a Hitler miniseries, when he opted to move away from some sympathetic strings to some menacing industrial sounds to make the fear sound more evil. And he parlayed those sounds into the synth score that has propelled him into more horror and action. And we're gonna start off with an extended version of his most famous work, And it's something that's appeared through uh, every part of the Terminator series. And for those of you listeners who are musically inclined, see if you can tap along and figure out the time signature that this piece is in. Not necessarily the one in the background here. It should be relatively straightforward, but it does get a little wonky here with the theme. I'll tell you a little bit more about it after we hear uh, a few selections from Brad Fatal we'll listen to the theme from the 1984 film The Terminator this will be the extended version here on Exploding MMA CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver so trust me I'll be back From his score to the Terminator, we're Brad Fido. Firstly, with the Terminator theme, which, as far as we can tell, is in 13-8 time, three plus three plus three, plus two plus two. Fido had missed a cue when setting up the percussive backing trip for his score due to the primitive pre-MIDI synths available at the time, which he then adopted due to its propulsive elements. And he didn't know at the time, but due to its popularity. Henry Mancini had asked Fidel for the sheet music for the theme, and uh, Fidel needed some help with that from a musician friend, since uh, Fidel never actually wrote his music out onto paper. He always performed his performed his music live. So Mancini died before he could retor- record his take on the theme from Terminator, which Fidel opted to transcribe as six eight instead of thirteen eight, just for the sake of simplicity. Six eight has a little bit more of a swinging element that way. But as uh, various people have tried playing the transcribed version of the Terminator theme, it never really had that same feel. Then we heard Reese's dreams of future war, as I speak over Factory Chase here in the background. And the Terminator soundtrack was uh, remastered from the original tapes in sequence for the first time in the order that Fidel originally had intended. It actually includes a piano-driven love theme, which I think Cameron left out of the film. And the Terminator soundtrack is available as a double LP on 180 gram red slash blue splattered vinyl. It came out through Milan Records earlier this month as part of the Nicholas Winding Ruffin Present series, which a Danish director started recently as he partnered with the label to release other classic film soundtracks. So far, there's the original Robocop and uh, last year's Wonderfully Chippy It Follows. It looks like there's some interesting forthcoming releases through that series. Now, at the time, The Terminator wasn't expected to be a memorable film at all, to the point that Schwarzenegger had told friends that he was working on something for a couple weeks. Just a little bit break from Conan the Barbarian. Soundtrack I definitely have to profile at some point. But it became a massive hit, despite Schwarzenegger having maybe only about 18 lines during the entire film. And director James Cameron originally had dreamt of a more complicated film, involving metallic torsos pulling themselves in knives for hands. But uh, the visual effects of the mid-80s couldn't match his vision. And at the time, his budget was limited, since most of his work prior to that, things like Piranha 2, he was working on B-movie budgets, so he was limited to some stop motion at the end, during sequences like I'm talking over here. However, due to the success of The Terminator, a sequel gave him a bigger budget, and it allowed Cameron uh, the opportunity to come up with the film that he first thought of when he dreamt it in Rome in the early 80s. So after playing with new computer graphic technology for 1989's The Abyss to represent the water alien creatures, he was finally able to come up with the technology to portray a shape-shifting metallic robot. So in 1991, Schwarzenegger returned, along with Sarah Connor's actress, Linda Hamilton, as surprising partners to fight off the new T-1000, played by a relatively new Robert Patrick, and he was sent to kill the now 10-year-old John Connor, played by a a short-lived Child actor Edward Furlong. And uh yeah, Fidel also returned. But this time, it's still relying purely on synthesizers. It included some string arrangements since uh, the film's tones portrayed it more humane, especially as Schwarzenegger becomes sort of like a de facto dad for John Connor. So the film became a little less cold. So from Terminator 2 uh, Judgment Day, this will be Fidel. Uh his music as conducted by Mark Ayers, and we start off with the theme. And as I said, we're not in 13-8 time anymore, but it's going to be a lilting swinging 6-8 for the Terminator on the go and on the dance floor. So from Terminator 2, Judgment Day, we heard Brad Fidel with the theme. Then we heard a long piece there, Escape from the Hospital, t 1000 Then we had a short sort of metallic number there called Trust Me and Behind Me. This is It's Over. Goodbye. Terminator 2 introduced moviegoers to the first wave of proper CGI as Robert Patrick's metallic liquid metal allowed for many previously unseen visuals. And Terminator 2 took home four Oscars all mainly on the technical side best sound editing sound mixing makeup and visual effects and it remains to this day Schwarzenegger's highest grossing film and of course it gave him a catchphrase that he could use all the time even when he was the California governor I'll be back as for final he worked on several more Hollywood films working with Cameron and Schwarzenegger again for the 1994 film True Lies however in 1995 he did one last score Johnny Mike William Gibson uh, adaptation and at that point he moved more towards his love of musicals since uh, he was a Broadway guy through and through but in the end he ended up uh, designing and then running a surf resort in Saladita, Mexico and that's it from the music standpoint so as far as I can tell he's still alive and kicking and the subsequent films related to Terminator including Rise of the Machines Salvation and, and last year's Genesis and then the TV series, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, still rely on his original themes. So they've been adapted all this time, and uh, they've always built up a, a cult theme that way. And there's been a rotating cast of composers, including a very early Marco Beltrami, since he did the music for 2003's Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. So that's going to be it for Exploding Movies this week. Coming up at 9, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he will guide you until midnight, so stay tuned to see at ITR for the rest of your Monday evening. as the sun has set, and now is twilight and a very hot spring day. So now you get to cool by the beach or the park you've been hanging out in. So I hope, has you been listening? So yeah. three hours of the straight goods. Gavin Walker. he brings the jazz to the jazz show. If you missed any of this week's episode, you can grab the Exploding Head Movies show page. Just go to www.citr.ca. You can find Exploding Head Movies there on the schedule tied to Monday evenings. Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr. I'm also on Twitter at 100air, but you can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. So next week we may look at a couple of video game music, maybe Grim Fandango, maybe L.A. Noir. Maybe we'll do some Carl Stalling tied to the 30s uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. Uh, One of the Record Store Day releases I picked up recently was Dark Shadows, the 1970s soap opera that uh, had a weird uh, occult theme. But we shall see. I have some time to think this through. Otherwise, uh, we will close with some uh, new music from the field. It's the project of Alex Wilner, who usually works very long loops, and from his new album, The Follower, based on the idea of, kind of like utopia, the idea of mankind, of what it easily forgets, this will be the field with pink sun, so take care of yourselves, Vancouver, hostile you, to baby.
5: You are listening, of course, to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca, for live streaming. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, coming right up right
4: now.